Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a university challenge appreciation podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Ivan. How many pointless things do you know? Ah,、oh, far too many to count.、Mm-hmm. How about you? Ah,、uh, well, not enough, but that's why I like to watch University Challenge. Indeed, the epitome of pointless. I would say, or as we said when we were recently on Enjoyably Futile podcast,、exactly. it is quite enjoyably futile watching University Challenge sometimes. Completely and completely. So, as you can tell,、uh, we're coming very close to the end of series fifty of University Challenge.、Mm-hmm. We started this back in July, yeah, and here we are, thirty six slash thirty seven episodes later. Only two to go to the final. Exactly. So we have the grudge match, actually. Yeah. So Imperial versus Warwick、uh, for the second time. Yeah, we saw this one in the quarterfinals where、mm. Warwick quite handily, actually, I would say, defeated、uh, Imperial. Yes. Now that was a case of where the score kind of didn't really give you an accurate portrayal of what the match、yeah. was like、mm-hmm. because the score was quite.、Uh, Uh, quite wider, but it was actually a fairly、uh, closely fought match. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. I thought even in this one, this one was actually much more closely fought. The both、uh, both of these teams were actually、uh, neck and neck for a good part of the match, and you would couldn't really tell who was going to win until maybe the last ten minutes. I was going to say now, Warwick were very clearly the favourites coming in because they've only had to play four matches to get here. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think Imperial had the most matches of anyone who was still in the competition. I definitely think so. I think Warwick、uh, definitely has been. Been undefeated so far, which is a like, very impressive track record. Indeed, indeed, indeed. In fact, they're one of only two teams now、uh, left in the competition who've been、uh, yeah, undefeated. Yeah, so them and Billy, all right. Indeed.、Mm. So we'll see who they're up with against in the final. But yeah, let's、uh, maybe unpack a little bit, start from the beginning. And I think you put nail on the head here. This was much more closely fought than the first time we've seen these two teams yeah, play. Yeah, so I think both of these teams definitely brought their A game. Both were, I think, their best.、Um, they. Both did a very very good job, and you know the the final score was very close, and it really was. It just came down to a few faster sort of questions from Warwick.、Um, even I think on on bonuses, both teams were pretty good on bonuses. Actually, I have an interesting thing to say about bonuses, but I'll get back to that later. But we can do that in stats corner, maybe.、Mm-hmm. But. What I wanted to point out is that we talked about in the last time Imperial played that we're seeing them evolve as a team, get stronger、yeah. and better,、mm-hmm. and I think this is definitely the strongest we've seen them play cohesively as、so、a far, unit. Yes, they did lose quite a few points, unfortunately. Yeah, they lost about fifteen points. Fifteen points,、yeah. which is, I think, a mixture of buzzing a bit too early and also one where I'm actually a little bit、um, cross with Paxman with how he handled it. The one on、uh, James and James the third. Yes, that one.、Yeah. I feel like he was being a a bit unnecessary because. Well, I don't know. I mean, if there were what four Jameses, you have to be specific. Well, there were six, but also he's in the past given people a chance to say which one do you mean? As、mm. there have been multiple ones. I mean, yes, well, it's a regional name where they're technically distinct. Yeah, but I feel like it's also the semi-final, you know. So. Maybe, but we have to be a bit stricter. I don't know. I feel like、uh, I get what you mean. He's、yeah. been a bit inconsistent on that regard because he's definitely given some teams a bit more leeway with、mm. how they've answered something. Yeah, I mean, you know, a couple of times other team、uh, players had, were stumbling in their answers when、mm. um, giving him in this round, and he was. Perfectly acceptable of that, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe I、uh, I'm showing my bias a little bit,、mm. but I really feel like either you're going to give people the leeway to clarify which one they mean, because of I'm sure that Wong knew that there were several、um, Jameses, yeah. And if he was pressed which one, he could have at least guessed, you know,、mm. and he could have still given a wrong one, and he could have been correct in giving him 
and the uh, Rombas. Do you think that's what made the difference this match? Because uh, Imperial dropped 15 and enabled Warwick to get the rebound. Quite a few times, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe, but I don't want to litigate because uh, some of the bonuses that Warwick did end up getting mm. were very clearly not in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Anytime there was a biology question, they really, really struggled. Mm, they did. Yeah. Actually, both teams, I think there was a very clear gap in knowledge, I would say. That came through for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think that that's going to bite Warwick in the ass if they come across uh, Balio. Yeah, well, that said, um, you know, I think both of us are definitely quite sad to see Imperial go because they've definitely been one of our favourite teams. Uh, we've enjoyed seeing all of them. There's been really good diversity across the team as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a pity, but I think they did their best and they gave us many entertaining moments and they've always been a lot of fun to watch. That is absolutely true. And yeah. we can't fault them for anything. I mean, yeah, they drop points, but everyone does at this point. And when you're up against a strong team, you do sometimes have to run the risk and buzz in a bit early. Yeah. And hope that you know what the rest of the question is going to pan out to be. Yeah, I mean, that's been their strategy in previous matches. And that's actually enabled them to succeed in some of the previous matches. For sure. That's definitely been a strategy that Cone has used to great advantage sure. many other times yeah. and other teams as well there's definitely Anata kind of semi-guessing what the question is going to be yeah funnily enough speaking of these types of psychological strategy did you feel like um, Raoul was a little bit out of it this match I think so um <laughs> He definitely seemed to be a bit less focused. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I got the sense that he was a bit more relaxed, a bit more chill. Yeah, I mean, either he was overconfident coming in, mm. or I feel like, I don't know what's going on, because he was definitely less sharp. He was yeah. definitely buzzing in a little bit less, and he was taking... Kind of shrugging off uh, questions a bit. Taking less charge, and... Yeah. Um, <laughs> he definitely was um, nominating people a lot more than he's done before. Yes. And... I don't think it's even that he misunderstood or he wasn't able to pronounce it. It's just that I don't want to say it, so I'm going to nominate this person, which yeah, was... Yeah, to the point of uh, forgetting his own teammate's surname. This was... Okay, this is hands down the best moment of this season of University Challenge. <laughs> I know, right? And it's like you, the one thing you should know I'm as a captain. I'm struggling to think of a better moment of him asking Burrell, am I okay to nominate you? Yeah, what's your surname? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, okay... I get it's it. It's the maybe, semi-final. Maybe you don't really hang out outside of preparing for University yeah. Challenge. That's fine. You're not required to be friends with the people you do your team with. Yeah. However, like you said, it is the semi-finals. Yeah. You've heard his name being announced quite loudly by Roger Sterling <laughs> yeah, several had, times. As captain, you had one job. <laughs> I mean, unless you are really so spaced out when anyone is not calling out your name. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, I, f- I think it's maybe... Is it the first time? I mean, it's it's one of the the, the rare few times that he has nominated Burrell, I think. Possibly, but right? even then, most of the time, Rout just takes the answer. So it could just be that it's he never addresses him by his last name and just had to do it this time and totally blanked. I mean, he probably calls him by his first name of because course. you know. He's... Can you imagine if he didn't? <laughs> yeah, but even then. I'm just saying, because you've heard that name so many times, being literally shouted through a microphone by yeah. someone with a very clear voice. Yeah. I don't know. It's quite. It was quite amusing nonetheless. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe this was part of Rout's uh, broader psychological play, you know, to kind of uh, lull the other team into a false sense of security. And I then... mean, if this is a psychological play, it's quite a risky one because yeah. I feel like it's an easy way to dishearten your teammates by <laughs> maybe giving the impression that you don't respect them enough to remember the surname I don't, I don't know, know. That's it's a bit strange it's but a bit anyway. strange I mean I don't want to be uncharitable it could just be that he was a bit out of it 
he's focusing on other stuff. Yeah, and, and either way, it gave us a very funny moment. Yeah, and I forget people's names all the time. I've yeah. got, you know, colleagues who I spent two years working with <laughs> and I forgot their name as I was talking to them. Exactly, it happens, it happens. So, you know, it could just be we got televised and when it happens to everyone. Yeah. But it was really funny nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So shall we move into some questions that we liked? Indeed. And... I'm going to start with one which I thought was quite funny, mainly because I had no way of answering it, was football clubs in Bulgaria. (laughs) Oh, yes, that one. (laughs) I think this is definite proof that we're in semi-final territory now because (laughs) these questions are... Obscure. Either you really, really know your obscure stuff, like the football scene in Bulgaria. Yeah. Or your deduction is world-class because... Mm. Actually, it worked quite well with these bonuses. It did, actually. I'm not quite sure how Pollard was able to work out the first <laughs> answer because I feel like that one was a little bit of a shot in the dark. Yeah. Or maybe he's a big football fan. I don't know. <laughs> a Bulgarian football, no less. Well, yeah, they're not terrible. They okay. regularly take part in the Euro Cup at the very I least. I take your word for it. Yeah, they, they can be quite brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so another question that I liked was uh, Latin phrases that are similar to Greek phrases. Oh, yeah. I think that was very cool to watch. That Imperial. was the first bonus set, right? I think so. It's, it's cool to see Imperial work it out because these are, you know, two very ancient classical languages that have almost been phased out. So to not only know uh, both of them, but then be able to translate between, I thought that was really impressive. Yeah, and it also kind of led into some more cultural knowledge because yeah. the references to plays and so forth. And yeah. I thought that was very impressive. Mm-hmm. And that was similar also to the first uh, picture round, which had art uh, movements written out in French, described in French. Yeah, and um, I think there was a hint for the bonuses saying that these are all movements which were likely started in France. Yeah, exactly. Which is why they were described in French. And that one was quite fun to kind of puzzle along with them as well yeah exactly so uh, i think marrow did pretty well i think she was the one that got the starter on that one Mm. yeah so i I think she's got very strong language skills actually yeah and i feel like the only one that imperial didn't get right wasn't because their french was bad but just because they weren't familiar with that particular art movement yeah and in fairness i'm not really familiar with fauvism either (laughs) so i can't really i've never heard of it until today so and of course we have the returning favorite which is two sets of answers where they have a link and this time Mm. it's the last word of the first answer is the first word of the second answer so like hey jude and jude the obscure exactly Mm. or uh Troilus and Cressida and Cressida Dick. Yes. Which I feel like was just chosen just so they could say Cressida twice. I know. Because otherwise, why would you talk about the first female commissioner of the Metropolitan Police? No other reason. And also shows that, uh, yeah, um, Warwick haven't seen Night of the Living Dead, which (laughs) some people will call a shame. but Yeah, neither have they seen uh, James Baldwin. From uh, the second picture round. That's true. The LGBTQ wall of of honour. That's true. Although, I mean, you could be familiar with his work and not necessarily know what he looks like. I don't know. I feel like James Baldwin Baldwin has a very familiar looking um, face. I I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Compared to Audrey Lorde, who, I mean, I've seen more of her writing rather than her picture, whereas I think Baldwin has appeared in more photographs. Yeah. It was quite a cool round, actually, the second picture round. It was, yeah. Uh, honorees in the LGBTQ uh, Wall of Honor in New York and it was cool that they had you know the uh, drag queen Marsha P. Johnson Johnson, who was was, instrumental in the Stonewall riots yeah I think think that was a pretty nice uh, picture round a nice bit of history there exactly exactly and of course we have to mention the music round Mm. and I really feel like it's so sad that Bergberg weren't able to come through to this round because this is where Mewtwo would really have killed it but then uh, conversely I think Imperial got the opera round, 
yeah. but it was the very last moment and the gong sounded. I think maybe if they had more time on that, they might have been able to kind of for sure. I think that yeah, Cohn and uh, Raman definitely would have you know made sure serious that way that yeah. But I am pleased to say that I got at least one of the music round ones right. Very good. Because it's the only Roberta Flack song I know. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of questions, that's the main thing. Uh, again, most of them were just too difficult to really kind of stand out to me. Yeah. Or the rare ones which I did get uh, correct, I was too busy celebrating to really <laughs> kind of... Well, yeah, I mean, it's semi-final. I think we're getting questions uh, now from your couch. That's very impressive. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If you're getting more than five answers correct mm. uh, while watching this at home... You should be on University Challenge. Or if you're, you know, uh, <laughs> rapidly approaching your 30s and no longer at university, <laughs> then missed your chance, but oh, sorry well. about that. <laughs> All right, shall we move into some stats? Well, of course we should move into some stats. All right, so courtesy of Twitter account, UC Stats. So, um, Warwick managed to get... Actually, Imperial and Warwick were very, very close, like we said at the beginning. Mm. Um, nine out of 15 starter questions each. Really? Exactly nine. So that was excellent. Wow. And then when it came to bonuses, also very, very close. Warwick got 15 out of 27 bonuses. Yeah. Uh, Imperial got 12 out of 25. Oh, wow. So this was just a matter of, you know, one or two. Um, so if you look at kind of percentage of bonus questions correct Warwick um, edged out with 55% Imperial just under 50 okay that's very close exactly the same uh, percentage right on starter questions so that's very impressive Mm. I have to say I feel like Warwick's track record on bonuses tend to be a bit stronger than what they are yeah I think they weren't I didn't feel like they were performing at their peak today yeah Yeah. it could just be that you know maybe didn't have as much time to prepare or it could just be that uh (laughs) rod just wasn't wasn't feeling it yeah i don't i don't want to keep i don't want to keep returning to it i don't want to you know uh pick on anyone but he really did seem a bit more spaced out this time around yeah i think other times i mean how i know uh, or can't come to know of rod is that he's very intense very focused this this time was was very visibly different from that so yeah and yeah yeah and then of course uh, three incorrect interruptions from Imperial which set them back by 15 points uh, that enabled uh, Warwick to get um, a number of rebounds that's true but mm-hmm. it's also important to note that Braid also dropped points yes Braid well that was once just once but still it's it's worth pointing out just so that we're not you know focusing too much on anyone's yeah. mistakes and then uh, yeah Kohn as usual on form with 7 out of 8 starter questions the highest um, of an individual this, yeah. this round uh, Braid um, and Route with three out of six, respectively. Okay. And then Burrell and Merrow with two, and then Pollard with one. These that's are just cool. correct starters, yeah. Okay, that seems a bit low, both for Braid and Route, in terms <laughs> of uh, starters. Yeah. But it's good to see Burrell and Pollard getting in as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm, yes. I'm very happy. I think happy. we heard from them a lot more, right? Yeah, and also, you know, Marrow got two correct, but she did buzz four times. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, you know, a far cry from the very start of this series when it was really just Cohn and Justin did it a couple of times. Yeah, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this time, yeah, like, like we said, um, the last time we saw Imperial, this is really the team, I think, performing at their very best. So it's really a pity to see them go. But, um, you know, I think they, they did... Um, splendidly yeah they could come out of this absolutely with their heads held high yeah. they had a really tough act to follow with the team from last year mm. and I think that <laughs> you know uh, I mean obviously we can't compare them because they're completely different years there's no really a kind of it's all like a football team for example mm-hmm. but I would say that they've done the legacy proud somewhat and I agree. you know they were against a team and 
Warwick, I think, were the better team. Mm. There's no shame in that. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. And I think that that's going to lead to an interesting final. We just have to see who comes out in the next round. Completely agreed. Well, I think there's just enough time for really what is the most important part of this uh, podcast. <laughs> Our famous best dressed. Yes. And this time, I think it's going to go to Imran. Yes, I'm definitely going to give Imran the best dress this time because of his nice button, red shirt, nice difference from usually the dark colours that he wears. But yeah, I think also special shout out again to Imran because being from Singapore myself, it was very nice to see a contestant from Malaysia, someone who kind of sounds very similar to me from the same part of the world as me um, on this television show that I enjoy so much. So um, yeah, I think we'll give him the best dress um, just just for that as well. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> showing a little bit of favouritism, fine. I think that's the only time you've been kind about Malaysians as well. <laughs> well, yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> it's just a friendly rivalry, you know, Singapore. Yeah, it's Malaysia. like, you know, the English and the French, the English and the Welsh, English and the Scottish. Uh, yeah, exactly. You get the picture, really. Yeah, I do, I do. <laughs> I would say our runner-up would go to Mara because oh, I yeah. think her jumper was absolutely lovely yeah, as well. Yeah, she looked great. Yeah, and um, I'm sorry, Cone, but even though <laughs> we are going to let you off wearing the same shirt you were wearing in the first round, you know, you yeah. were... Slightly outclassed this time round, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, well... And also I'm glad that the Warwick team are being a bit more consistent in dressing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at least being consistently presentable. Yeah. Which I'll, I'll give them uh, that uh, That's very out. kind of you, Tom. <laughs> but it's better than the time when Rout showed up in a hoodie. I mean, yeah. you know, I know it's comfortable and you're there for the questions rather yeah, than anything they all else. Yeah, but... they all look smart, right? Exactly. Okay. You know, you're on TV, you know, dress up a little bit. <laughs> all right, so that brings us to the end of this, uh, this episode. Yeah, um, as always, uh, thank you very much for listening. If you do enjoy what we do, please give us a rating on your podcast player of choice. Yeah, and then we're also on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, as I got that one. Uh, also, feel free to drop us an email at igtopodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, with any kinds of input, questions, whatever you want. Just no death threats. Of course. I mean, mm. I don't know why we'd have to say that, but, you know, just in case, anyone. Uh, I want to quickly shout out uh, Andrew Keegan from the Enjoy Be Futile podcast. Yes, Thank indeed. you so much for having us on. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, please give them him a listen if you haven't already. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. We had a nice chat about our podcast, about University Challenge, mm-hmm. played a very difficult uh, quiz. Impossibly difficult. Impossibly difficult. And, <laughs> yeah, we gave a little bit of, uh, of an insight into how we do our things yeah. And it was a lot of fun. So absolute shout out to uh, Andrew. Yeah. And I guess that's it. Thank you very much for listening. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.